Hi, hello, hello. Welcome back for the chapter about one day in December. Yes, very excited. I'm excited too because I actually don't know anybody else has read this book besides you. That is so true. Like I, I don't even know how. Oh no, you know how I picked it up. I went to Barnes and Nobles and I just went to the middle tables that they have. And this was like, I went in with zero agenda. I was just like, let me see what I read. I spent like an hour and a half because like, if you really want to just find new books, if you go to Barnes and Nobles, it is a commitment of time. You're talking about having to pick up the book, read oh. it. So I, that's how I came across of it. And then I saw it was, it had Miss Reese Witherspoon's stamp on it. And you know, anything Miss with Reese Witherspoon likes, Melissa likes. So the promise was really good. I picked it up. I wonder who picks the books for her book club list. Like, I bet that's a really fun job. Yeah, because they probably have to, like, read and then be, like, recommend her the book. Or you think she had part in it. I feel uh, like she's definitely, like, involved in it. I think it's a mix. I think sometimes she might have a part in it. I think that there's also somebody that probably reads them. And then I think some of it is sponsors. I will be honest. It has to be. Yeah, I, mean, I think some of it. I mean, I don't think it's, like, I'm not a fool enough to think it's like all authentic but i'm here for it i am you know, here for it get your bag if you need to get your bag great if you need to get your bag and you like the content even better but i do believe that like that i do believe like if you're gonna sponsor something at least give me the respect as a consumer that you liked it like that is like my biggest pet peeve though so like i, I agree really and think- i disagree oh because okay so like i think about ariana from uh Vanderpump Rules I just had a brain fart um but I think about her and because of her situation for those of you who don't watch I'm not gonna tell everybody about Scandaval if you don't know what it is look it up um but for her I was like girl get your bag whoever you need to because no I agree no 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 that I think in that scenario do what you gotta do but when you're like someone like Reese or Oprah and like your word has the weight yeah, yeah, yeah. Changing the distribution of someone's book. Like, I do, they're going to get the bag regardless. Mm-hmm. Right. But I think the one respectable thing you could do, and I, I, I make this proclamation here on this podcast that if you ever see Maggie and I promoting something, it's because we actually liked it. Yeah. And we like that is my biggest, because there's some things that I see some people promote that I'm like, you never use that. <laughs> yeah. Have, like I can't. And it's some things are so outlandish that I'm like, how? When do yeah. you use that in your regular life? So that's just like my my yeah. ask of people. Get your bag, I, but use a product, you know? No, yeah, I, agree. I mean, I think there's also like, like, to be honest, like, for example, one of the things that Ariana had like an ad for was Lay's potato chips. And to be honest, I'm not a Lay's girl. I like Utz potato chips. Um, So there you go. But like, I don't think she's eating Lay's potato chips every day, but it's also a potato chip. So I don't really care. But like, then if it's somebody that's like having an ad for like those like skinny teas that basically just make you like shit your pants. Yeah. Um, Like, I think that's unethical, but that's yeah, yeah. You're never going to catch me talking about those. I couldn't even tell you what one is called outside of that. I just know that's like a thing and it's problematic. No, that's true. So kind of like, I don't know how we got here, but the 
<laughs> oh yeah, Reese. But yeah, Reese's book. book club. Reese's book club. Um, but yeah, so then Maggie, I read Maggie was like, What are you reading? Told her I read this book. I was like, You're gonna really like it. I had recommended one book before to her and it was a flop. I was so fucking embarrassed. I was like, Oh, which so one? Think- it was um oh my god what's the name i think it's the the one of the oh my god it might be behind me oh it's one of the books we're gonna read this month oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) no but it's Um, good we're always gonna like the same it wasn't it wasn't like poorly written it just wasn't the plot wasn't for me but we'll get and i was like ashamed guys i was like oh i was so embarrassed i still read it she did read it, but you, girls and and boys, if you know when you recommend like recommending someone a book, it is such a vulnerable state to be yes. that like you're like oh my god, may they like it, may they like it, may they like it because it's like yeah. very much like kind of like a shard of yourself. Absolutely. So then I came in with one day in December because I was like, no, this this is a general mass public read like nine out of the 10 people are going to like it and the 10th person is not going to like it based on like they're going to be like I don't like romance books yeah shut up so that's kind of how it went from from that so yeah we're going to cover that book today and the one for Maggie's going to lead that discussion and so I'm very excited for her to get her take since she 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 really like you really were like all about it yeah I'll get into into it I'll get into it the like whirlwind this book sent me on um, I was gonna tell you, but what's wrong with you? What did you do this weekend? Okay. Um, let me tell you number one. Um, I live in DC. Melissa used to live in DC, so she is very aware of the weather here. It was so hot and humid yesterday, but that didn't stop me from dragging my sorry ass to Georgetown to meet with a dear friend of mine who lives in Virginia. But so that was fun. And we met up and we went shopping around I did not buy anything which is very impressive for me because I honestly have a shopping problem but I did go to Lilabo to try out the new or like not the new but like two months out of the year they they um make their city exclusives exclusives available everywhere and I really love perfume so I went to go test some of them out and that was very fun but I was so hot and sweaty by the time I got home that I was like, I think that might be a wrap for me for the weekend. And then I watched Southern Charm. Oh my God. Oh my, that's right. Oh, yeah, I'm watching Southern Maggie, Charm for the first I'm so time. Excited. First of all, we're going to have to do like a little deep dives of like check-ins where you are because Well, Southern T-Rab Charm... is finally off the show because of his legal situations. <sighs> okay. Well, you've moved really quickly on Southern Charm. I guess because also it's not, there's not a lot of seasons, right? I think there's maybe like eight. I just oh, I do let fine. it play all the time. So I'm not always like invested in it. Like I might be doing something else. Like if I was watching, if I was watching only murders, I'm just going to be watching that. <gasps> You're an only murders watcher. You haven't watched it or have you? I feel like you would like it a lot. Melissa. You don't like okay, it. Okay, Well, that's a conversation for another day. Huh? You don't like it. I don't. I can't. I can't give it an opinion because I haven't watched it. Okay, well, you should because number one, Selena. <laughs> Selena. You don't like Selena? I don't not like her. 
you're just I'm I'm just I'm just going off with you <laughs> here it seems like you don't I'm indifferent I feel like you would like the show I like her <laughs> she's she says trying to convince herself I I like her I have to be I have no reason to not like her you know what I mean I just feel indifferent yeah I mean I'm not like she's not my ride or die person but I love the show and she's very I will always give something a fair chance if if someone I respect recommends it (laughs) thank you okay but no that sounds like a good time what'd you do what did I do um I got my nails done Oh wait! Getting close. Look how cute. Okay, for those that are just listening, they're really cute. They honestly are kind of like Sandy Liang inspired a little bit with a really cute red. The designer. Oh, I'm not aware. I'm ignorant. I will send to you. Very cute. cute? Super cute. Um, so I went to go get my nails done because I'm leaving to Europe. Uh, I'm kidding. That sounded so cringe. Um, I'm going to Germany for my fiance to go visit my fiance's sister and her family, and then we're our second leg is going to be Italy. So I wanted to have a fresh set, and then also I ran around and did last minute errands. And then yesterday I met up with our dear friend Rebecca and her boyfriend Bradley, and we went to Armadillo Den. You, I have to take you there. When you come to Austin, we had such a good time and such cute guys. Um, and it was like, there's so many food trucks, which is like liquor, food trucks, TVs. I'm there. It was actually a really good time. And then um, we we did some day drinking and then got, oh, then we went over to their place and we watched the new season ultimatum. Okay. We watched episode one and two. And we we're cracking up hysterically. Oh my God. It was so funny. Um, but then today, kind of like really nothing. Guys, I'm gonna have to take a little pause right here. I just need to connect my computer. Okay, well, while you it's that, dying, let me say, I'm an unprofessional. Let, well, you know. Let me say two things. Number one, I am always intrigued by anything armadillo because of uh the road to El Dorado and the Armadillo the armadillo sidekick in that movie. Number one, I don't know its name, but that's what always comes to mind. Number two, um, I want to be a long nail girly. I don't uh-huh. know. I don't know if I'm meant for that life. I feel like you have like way better nail beds than me. But like every time I see when you get a fresh set, I'm always like, I want that to be me. Let me tell you something. Every woman can have nails like long nails it's just you have to find like what's your perfect length because i have been on the spectrum of both ends and it's unhinged like i looked back at my picture when i got engaged with nick maggie if i showed you that picture of how long my nails look i look like the grim reaper i think i have i think i have seen it i didn't think anything of it are you joking my nails are so i like i look back at that i go Oh, I'm gonna have to make a fake picture. I'm like, this is the day I got engaged. It, they were so long, and then I've gone really short. But I think you can never go wrong with short. You can go wrong with long. That's true. I, that I, much. that is true. But I want that for me. You have to no, but you have to find oh, your girl. Oh it God. always, huh? Maurice is acting up, Maurice guys. Is acting up. Maurice is acting up. Don't fret. Okay, so guys, we have um 
Maggie and I are mothers, full-blown mothering. And she's a mother to a cat named Maurice. And I'm a mother to a dog named Levi. And this just happens to be that whenever we're doing anything important, they decide to act fools. Yeah. Quiet. Quiet all day. They Literally. see us in front of a camera, loud, humping the beds, scratching. It's unhinged. Zero one respect time, for us. One time during a work call, and you were actually in this call, Melissa, you probably don't remember this, but to me, it was it really was a lasting oh impression because Maurice knocked over an entire like fresh can of sparkling water all over my monitor. And I was just like, oh, my God. Oh, I did not. I, if it hap- if it happened, you played it off so well. It was just so much water everywhere. I was nothing was broken, but it was annoying. With peace and love. Um no, okay. So, anyways, you have to, you just have to find your girl or I your know. guy. And once you find it, it's a match made in heaven. Like it, you have to kiss a couple frogs until you find your person. And that's just the truth. A lot of market research, dude. The first time I got my nails done in DC. They look like eggs. I cried on the way home. It was so bad. And then when I got them done here in Austin for you guys, I live in Austin now. The first place I went to, they did them so quick. Like when I tell you I sat down, my ass barely touched the cushion. He was like, okay, you're done. I was like, it looked fierce as fuck. But I was play fighting with Nick. Half of my thumb broke the nail. Wow. And that had never happened. Maybe I won't blame him, but I do dip powder and dip powder. Like it's known to be strong. So like you can, like, it's really well if your person works a lot with your hands or you're very like, like me, like I, I use my hands a lot. This, I want to tell you that we were like play fighting, like zero off housing. It snapped like a fucking pretzel, but like, it hurt so bad. It was bad. It was are bad. yours your real nails or extensions? Yeah. These are mine. Did you start with extensions or? No. Always real. I won't be humble about this, guys. You know, I no, will be you humble shouldn't. I am envious. in my life. But my nails. <laughs> my nails. They grow really quickly. That Like, I, it's a bur- it's, it's a burden and a curse. Like, I get them done. And in a week's time, their growth is showing. They okay. grow really quickly. So, like, for me, it's not, like, I it would it would be really dumb for me to get, ex- like, sometimes I wanted to do, like, those gel X extensions because they look so good. But it just wouldn't be a good investment for me because my nails grow so fast. Yeah. So, it just, but those look so much more, like, manageable in the sense of, like, it's a, they just put it on top of your nail and then. Yeah. Oh. I also I feel like my nails grow like normal fast, but I do use cuticle oil every day, maybe sometimes multiple times a day because I think I'm addicted to that to like cuticle oil itself. Yes. But it makes your nails grow so much faster. It is true. I have this one. Is this the one you have? No, I have the um guys. This is the one my nail lady uses. CNC. Oh, I have CND. Okay. This one smells divine. What's your minus? I think minus lavender. This one's like an almond oil kind of smell. Ooh, it smells I like so that. good. I like that. Love okay. this. Put it on your nails and toes. Oh my god! Yes. My god. Um. Anyways, that one. Jump in. Oh, yeah, let's do this. Okay. Um. Everyone, we've been, we've been messing around enough, guys. 
Let me set the scene. Two lovers ripped right at the seams. I feel like that's a very fitting opening to this, in a sense, for those of you who are Casey Musgraves fans. Um, Queen. Legend. (laughs) Queen. Obsessed. Obsessed. Um, Because this is a misconnection type situation that we have going on in one day in December. Oh my gosh. Sorry. Somebody's calling me. How is <laughs> I was like, why? My whole video disappeared. <laughs> hey, okay. So let me pull out my notes real quick. They're on my phone. No, guys, this, this was really good for the girlies who this is the part in the podcast where we'll say if you haven't read the book take a pause and you're interested because this is obviously going to spoil the entire book yeah yeah, yeah and yeah. if you did read we're so excited to jump in because i this was a really good read i really like this yeah i really like it too and basically we start it's a cold day in december they're in london don't ask me where couldn't tell you I don't know that Cannot much about you. London. Um, Piccadilly. There you go. And basically, our main gal, Miss Lori, is on a bus, and it's crowded and packed. She's honestly low-key, a little bit cranky. We've all been there. If you live in a commuter city, or if you've ever lived in a commuter city, if you commute to work at all, when you're I don't miss that from work, yeah, it's hell sometimes, especially during rush hour. In the holidays, you have like a coat on, you're sweating because you've been like running to catch the bus, maybe. It's not pleasant. And let me tell you what, Miss Lori, it's before the Christmas holidays for those who celebrate, and she notices a grade A hottie sitting out at the bus stop reading, or he has a book in his hand or something. And she's like obsessed with this guy. Which honestly can relate because like I feel like I fall in love with somebody everywhere I go. Like I've I'm always looking for a crush. Oh my god. Do you remember like you know? being in college and just be like well, I know you, but like when you would be out and you would be like and you were feeling yourself and you saw someone cute, I was like yeah. dreaming, dreaming of what this book Literally, is. Literally, I'm a daydreamer. Um yeah. I love a crush. Um Crushes but they they can be fun. They can also sometimes that also ruin your life yeah relax girl (laughs) okay so but she sees this guy and that's the first chapter and that's kind of the setup for the whole thing for some time after you are mostly just following along with Lori and her roommate and best friend Sarah and for I would say a couple months they do like talk that they're like oh the bus boy like She, like, felt this serious connection with him and blah, 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 blah. They're talking about it. They're talking about it. They're talking about it. And then finally it gets to that point where, again, we've probably all been there, especially if you're a crush person. You're like, oh, my God, I'm, like, obsessing about this. Maybe I'm talking about this too much. Like, I shouldn't talk to my friends about this because I'm probably driving them crazy. She does stop talking about it. And then, sorry, somebody's looking at Maurice in the window. (laughs) They, like, literally stopped and came back really yes um (laughs) he's not doing anything he's just sitting there anyway and you come to it's like the next holiday season and sarah 
Her best friend and roommate is seeing somebody new. So if you're starting to feel dread, you should be because guess who it is? It's the bus boy. His name is Jack. Um, And then it all kind of spirals from there into like this misconnection drama situation. Um, There are a lot of like specific moments I think we should maybe talk about. I'm not going to I don't want to like go through the whole timeline, especially since if y'all are listening, you've already probably read the book, but like they go through like years of this misconnection yes. like so so serious that the only like cheating type thing that happened is that they Jack and Lori do kiss once when she's like very distraught at a bar because her dad has been sick but this bitch Jack this was an I actually was like I think I could cut I could be done with this man and I thought this was going to break the book for me because he lies and pretends he doesn't remember I agree. He was the guy on the bus. And I was like, you're a fucking coward. I thought I was like, you're already going to kiss her. Like, you might as well fully commit to like, why are you going to lie about that? And then Lori even gets married to another gentleman named Oscar. So like, you really think that this is going to never happen. It does happen by the end of the book. Like they have, I think at this point, they're probably like in their mid thirties. When they, they finally have to be. connect and they finally get together um, at the end. So that's like the quick overview. There are some like specific things we can talk about, but I want to hand it over to you, Melissa, because I've been talking nonstop. No, I love hearing you. Like, no, I agree. Like, I think like this book was such like, I think like, first of all, let's just talk about it like women to women, right? Like this is where I get frustrated with women. And I, I, this is where I think this is like fiction and real life because Maggie, in what world would I describe to you the man of my dreams? I'm telling you this guy, we had a connection, a spark sparks flies quote, Miss Taylor Swift. And I am describing him. I'm like, he is brown hair, brown haired, brown glasses, five, because Women, we could see a man sitting down on a bus stop. We know his height based off that quick glance. We know his, like, the way that we observe is FBI level. Like, I would have redacted. I could have drawn that man back to you in picture. Oh, I would have. And you would be like, oh, I know who he looks like. And then you start dating a guy that matches his description and you you don't put one and one together. Like, that to me is just, like, unhinged. And something that I think, like, did Sam really not know? Did she really not know that was Jack? Like they never allude that she she ever had a hint for it. But I'm also like, we're not getting Sarah's perspective. We're only getting Jack yeah. and and Sarah's. But I'm just like, I mean, Jack and Lori's. But I'm not like, how did she not put that together? And also like, when she introduces them all three, that would have been the moment where if I'm Sarah, I'm like, oh. Wait, okay, I was going to ask you, like, if this was you, would you have been, like, hold up? What would you have done? Okay, I am not, I'm, I don't like confrontation, but I don't shy from it. And I knew that if I felt this strongly about this guy, it's a little bit weird, though, because then Sarah had already been telling Lori she had been sleeping with this guy. they were already sleeping together. They were already sleeping together. So I think, like, 
if this is my best friend and the way they describe Lori and Sarah's friendship is like they're sisters. Yeah. I would have pulled her aside and been like, hey, that's the guy from the bus stop. I honestly yeah. think I would have said something. I think it would have eaten me alive and I would have been like, I probably would have grabbed her hand or yeah, I would have probably talked to Sarah first because an unhinged Melissa, if I had a couple of tequila shots, I would have been like, Jack? Like, yeah, I would have been like, you're the guy from the you? bus stop. I would have just yeah. said it right. Like, I would have been like, hey, hey. Yeah, if I was drunk, I, I think same. But to, to not embarrass my friend, I probably would have pulled her aside and been like, that's yeah. the guy. Yeah, I think that I agree. I was thinking about it pretty much like since I've read it leading up to this. And I was thinking about like my my two like best girlfriends, like one from college, one from childhood, very different gals. But I think for both of them, I would have I would have been like, haha, like you should do what you're going to do. That's totally fine. But you should just know that that's the guy from the bus. And like, I don't know if that's going to make you feel weird. But I just think she should have said something. I would have backed off like it. I would have I wouldn't have been like, so you need to stop pursuing it. I just would have been like, you just need to know this because I'm going to act correct. Like I'm going to be acting weird. I think that I also think the other thing is too. like, I, I do think that one of my friends especially like a close friend like you said they would have been like what's wrong <laughs> like because i probably would, she would have picked it up she would have yeah, i would have been acting think, like a fucking idiot in that but situation. i think this speaks to sarah like sarah is she's a little a, self-centered she's a true. little about herself it's and true. so like it's very it's very not, not surprising that she wouldn't have picked up on Lori's face girl you would have been able to read the story on my face oh, i would have seen that and i would you would have been like my friend would have been like okay like something's up with you yeah but i think her detriment she's very self-involved and so she probably pushed back you know she was probably like that's lori that you know like she probably didn't even notice it but to me you're right right. jack not saying any he he cut out a little bitch i'm sorry like but then i then i think about it in real world the guy would never say anything yeah i guess that's true honestly i i didn't judge him until he fucking lied to Lori when she was crying and upset in the bar about her dad and then she said to him I don't remember what the line was but she was like the bus and he was like that wasn't me you're like I don't know what you're talking about and that was like I agree this that that was a really despicable thing to me I was like girl no I and then to to know that this happened over a course of what 10 years yeah it was like it's a lot it's a lot of your time I, I I can probably pull that one we're talking but like to even think about how these people did this for 10 like a course of a decade and I kind of was like I I think the one thing I I told you is like I really liked how it honed in on life is difficult yeah and like only because Lori was the protagonist they didn't you know in a lot of these books like a perfect example I gave Maya the other day was like we were talking about like Grey's Anatomy. That wasn't Grey's Anatomy. It was uh, Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah. And Anastasia like becomes the chief editor at her publishing house. And I'm like, this bitch has not done one. Like she's done literally nothing. And somehow she goes from being the assistant to being like the head honcho. And so like that, those are so, so unrealistic. And so I really like that like Lori, you kind of see her professional career go through like mostly lows yeah and she gets a little bit of hiccups but like they're not the hiccups she intended for yeah like i mean same like, with jack same yeah true and 
I can't, I think Sarah's like the only one that had like the really promising career. Yeah. <laughs> that was kind of like popping off. Yeah. But it was like really, I really liked that part. And then like, I love that Lori got married and she did like this, like eat, pray, love in her life. Oscar. And she met Oscar. Like I really was kind of like at that point in the book, I, I was kind of like, I, ro- I was rooting for Oscar and her. Like I was too. I and a- then I, I switched. Yeah, I switched at the end, but like I was really rooting for them because like Oscar was a great guy to her, and then they were really happy. And like at at that at that point, it had been years. Like Sarah and Jack had been together for years. Like there is no way in hell she was gonna have a relationship with Jack. Like imagine, imagine I'm dating Nick for years, and then you and Nick are dating. By by the way, guys, Nick is my fiance. Like, wouldn't you feel icky? Even if it was no, like, I even if not. I was like, even if I was like cool with it, right? And I was like, you guys are happy and love. In the back of my mind, because I'm a toxic, unwell woman, I'd be like, oh my god, they slept together. No, oh I, I, like, I, I, I don't think I could manage that. I think I would feel the same. I would be on unha- like mm-hmm. if I'm Lori. Even though she ended up with Jack, I'd be thinking you bang my best friend yeah yeah Yeah. and I also I think the other thing that was realistic about it because like at the end of the day I would not be pleased like if I'm supposed to be in a monogamous relationship and the person kissed my best friend I would definitely not be happy about that I think that would that what makes it worse is that it's the best friend it's not like it's not the kiss is not as big of a deal as it's the best friend but what I thought was super honest about it and what I really like again similar to what you said what I liked about like how Josie was writing it very honestly was that Sarah's whole problem was she was like, I feel like you guys have like shared in this lie and you the whole time have been like keeping this over me. And I feel like embarrassed and like you guys have been mocking me behind my back. And I thought that was like much more realistic to like actual people's emotions that it's like, it's not so much the act. Yeah. Yeah, It's not like the physical act. It's like you have embarrassed me because I don't know what you guys have been keeping from me and it's been years so like of Agreed. course your your mind is gonna go to like the biggest most dramatic thing first and you're gonna be really upset and I I though that was really a bad I thought that would that like stressed me out because it happens like the day before Lori's wedding and then Sarah's not there and that would like literally kill me I think if that if that I was, was so tragic yeah I think that was really that was so tragic and like to be honest like you can't like I can't believe Lori even went like, but that was even like the more real part, right? No, for sure. Movie, yeah. It's like, obviously she's not just a movie. Like- <laughs> yeah. And in the movie, like they probably would have stopped the wedding, but like Lori went forward with her wedding. She went ahead and got married. Like, yeah, it's like she it was the deposits have been paid, honey. Yeah. And to be honest, you know, you got to keep moving expensive. in life. Okay. Yeah. You got to keep it. So, moving. But it was really like it was real, and like Sarah was entitled to her feelings. And I, you're right, like it's the act that you thought so little of me that like you thought I was stupid. You've yeah. embarrassed me. You have questioned my intelligence, yeah. and I would have wanted to know eons ago. Yeah, eons ago. I probably, I don't know. Like I think after times, I think if they would have never kissed, nothing would have ever happened. Like I think her and Sarah would be fine. If anything, Sarah would probably feel a little guilty of like, why, why didn't you come to me and tell me that was him? 
Yeah, I think that's I actually I think that's the bigger betrayal. It's like you should have told me. And then like the whole trajectory could have changed either way. Like it's not necessarily to say that like Lori and Jack would get together, but like you should have said something. Also, wait, like this cracked me up because I just wouldn't this I don't I don't see myself as this person, but it really killed me how basically Sarah like made Jack ask her out when she like ran into him at the in the elevator. Like, I don't think that would ever be me because I am very loud and blah, blah, blah. But I don't think I have the cojones to do something like that. But it cracks me up. Because I know people like that, and it makes me also sometimes think like the whole trope oh of God. Sarah at the beginning people. makes me think of that TikTok girl who's like, she's like, I'm the annoying girl, and like the like. I love her. I can't think what her she's name. Like, is. She does like the different personas. But, like I was, I like saw her kind of as Sarah because I was like, this is like exactly what she's the doing. The pick me energy. Yeah, so who's actually? I mean, but like, I like respect. I like respect her. I'm like, wow, that's like really cool. But I'm also like, could never be me. And if somebody told me that, I would be like, oh. no, she, no, Sarah has been. She's been her her true self the entire thing. Whether you yeah. like her character or not, she's been authentically herself, and that's that. Lori has been like this very shy person that she's put her friend over her over her feelings and that's a good friend but sometimes to be a good friend you have to prioritize yourself which is yeah. something Lori didn't do and it ended up hindering sarah because yeah, like she kissed jack like whether you know she kissed jack and yeah. she ha- she's had these underlying feelings for him which is not right and you know or at least she should have made sarah aware of the feelings that she had and they probably would have fizzled out because they probably would have talked do you know what i'm saying like but yeah um i guess yeah it's like give give sarah a chance to be a good friend exactly like, test her. Give her the chance because i actually thought what was like potentially a bigger loss was i was like if her and sarah don't like reconcile that's going to be a bigger loss to me than if whether or not Lori and jack of get together of course because, forget about jack like yeah okay, cool. i was like this is gonna be so sad that's her sis, practically her sister. And the other reason, let me get back to this motherfucker, Jack. Um, the other thing I really did not like, and I understand that he was dealing with like trauma because he got into, um, he got hit by a car. Yeah. Um, but when he was like in his self pity and like hurt still, whatever. The way he was behaving, I was just like, I don't care how hurt you are or like what you're going through because he was being so gross when uh Lori came over to help and to Sarah like he was just like I was like he was in the dumps but Sarah took it on the ch- on the chin because like his whole life went to shit like he lost yeah. his job he lost like he was not physically okay he, you know obviously on top of it Lori's dating this guy and Jack had already expressed how he felt about this new guy oh no I don't think he had met that guy. No, no he met him this afterwards, is when she was right? already with Oscar. And okay, yeah. He so- came back because Sarah was like, I need to like take a break, basically. And then Lori comes That's over right. to help him. And I don't remember what he said, but he said some really That was a second shit. time. And he snatched her necklace off of her neck from her boyfriend at the time. And I was just like, No. That that was 
that I mean, I, I'll be honest, if somebody did that to me, I don't think I could ever consider even like if they're in a horrible situation, like I don't know what conversation it would take for me to come back from somebody snatching no, I would need like off my neck. Yeah, I would need like a proper. I need to know that you went and worked on yourself. Yeah. And that you're genuinely would I accept your apology? Absolutely. Cause I would I would take into account all the factors, right? Yeah. But I would have to know that your apology is from a sincere place. And it's not an apology because you, you made me feel bad, but it's an apology because hey, I was not in a good place. I went to go work on myself because yeah. I want to be the friend that you deserve and apologize because that was not me. I was not yeah. in the right state of so like I would I accept it? Yes, but I would need to know that you like you did something. You, this is just yeah. not a, to say sorry guys is easy maybe i'm sorry to mean sorry and to do something about your sorry is a completely di- the sorry has a different weight yeah you're you're exa- absolutely right no but yeah. i think like the fact that it was like and i think i told oh no i i know i told you they're adapting this you know reese witherspoon is doing what she does best and she's adapting books into shows just like she did with daisy six and and jones she's doing the same with this book and we've already seen who's tied to the project which i'm really happy with who they've picked so far or like who i've seen has inklings of it but this is this book was like perfect it is a perfect book for adaptation like I think I told you when I read it that it felt like I was watching it. It was so well written, like a manuscript. Like I was like, oh, I can imagine the state. Like it was perfect for an adaption of a of a book. So yeah. I'm actually really excited to see how this gets played out and like what they keep and what they don't keep. But I this is one book that I'm like, you can keep everything. Yeah. No, I really liked it. And I, I also think they could easily adapt it. I will say this is a thing I've been holding to my chest that I was like, I'm going to tell you this whenever we record because this is like hilarious, but it's also like I need to get a grip. But I don't always read contemporary romance. And then I read this book and then I spiraled and read like five books in like a week. And let me tell you, I forgot the reason I don't read contemporary romance like that is because I got set off into this like fucking tailspin of me. I was like, oh my God, I feel like my self-esteem right now is so bad. Why? No, I think it's like something about like, because everything is so sweet in a way. And it's like, they're all meeting these like amazingly like perfect like people and like, it's just like so beautiful in books, even when they're going through something like not beautiful because it's written. And I, after I read the last one, I was like, I need to take a break. I need to take a break from this. So I've recovered now, but that is like, true. It does. It does a stressed moment. It does fizz like reality. Like I remember reading contemporary books, romance books when I was a teenager and my expectations of love life were like as much as I want, like as much as you want this like fairy tale, the reality is that you, most likely you're not gonna get the complete fairy tale that you have in your head. You can get aspects of it, you can get parts of it, but to get the full fairy tale book thing, it's very, it's just not realistic. And yeah. I feel like this new era of writing, like I think Josie did a really good job of giving Lori and Jack what they wanted. And giving them the fairy tale, but it wasn't the fairy tale that they envisioned. It's a more realistic yeah. people in your lives, things happening happening in your careers and your personal life. Like this is a better representation of getting your fairy tale ending. 
Yeah. Also, we don't even see them together at all. So we don't really know what happens. To be honest, like by the end, I don't even actually know if I think if I truly believe they were compatible because I don't think they were. In I, to be honest, relationship Jack was ever in. I think he was not a very good partner. I didn't. He wasn't like what the fact that he would like be. He was literally mid hooking up with one of his girlfriends, and he answered a call, which, like, in all fairness, one of the calls it was that her dad had died, but I think the first call she was just like, "Hey," and he <laughs> literally stopped hooking up. To go into the bathroom to take this call. I. No, 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 no. Um, no, but. To be, that's a really good point. That the you bar made. is like, on the floor. No, like, but you made him. a really good point. Like. Are they still together? And I don't think they like, to be honest, I would like to think that they are. I don't think they are. Lori's a very different person than she was at the beginning of the book. Jack kind of feels like he's the same version of himself just a bit more mature with age but Lori just you know not to be not to throw this into well i'll throw it in Lori married a rich guy a very mature settled this like you saw her with oscar and you can see her life they're gonna buy a walk up in 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 london they were gonna have two kids he was gonna continue to work in the finance field because he was a like he didn't something in, in investment banking. Yeah, she was gonna work at a fashion mag. Like, it's because like the story was so like their story a fairy tale ending. Her marriage to Oscar was like set up to become a fairy tale ending, and to think that she just is like okay, I'm not doing any of this yeah. now, and now I'm back with like Jack the radio show host like. I think think she would be the one to change. Even though there were things about Oscar, I'm not saying like, I wasn't like Oscar, Oscar, Oscar over Jack. I didn't really care. But I will say for Oscar, even though there were some things that he wanted that she didn't necessarily want, like she wasn't at first like, yes, we should have a baby. But then they had like an open conversation about it and they decided to try. He mentioned that they might have an open relationship. Again, Lori wasn't really into that, but at least they had a conversation about it as opposed to like, not this underlying I, sure there might have been times like for instance when he was like away a lot for work he could have been more honest about that but at least he was honest and I didn't get the I didn't get the impression from Sarah and Jack that they were having those same types of honest conversations and it's not like at least from what we were seeing it's not like Sarah was like some crazy toxic person like maybe she was a little bit flighty maybe she was a little bit self-involved but it, she was not giving the impression that you couldn't be honest with her. And so I think that that is like, I don't know. I don't imagine. And he wasn't being honest with his other girlfriends, really. Like not saying something isn't like dishonesty, but you're also veiling something from people. So I don't know. I was like, mm, I don't know if this will work out. No, too- Maggie, I think you killed it. Like that really is it. Like wh- communication. Like, talk about how much they could have avoided if they communicated. Yeah. Lori and Oscar saved themselves a, a forever marriage because they talked. Was it at the appropriate time? Could they had conversations beforehand? Sure. But let's be real. When you're in a relationship, you don't really have these serious, real, like, 
talks until like you probably are like get engaged or you know yeah. you'll have these talks you'll have them like very superficially you'll be like oh how many kids oh i want to have that but then you get in a relationship you get older what was once i want four kids becomes two what was once i wanted a big wedding becomes a small wedding you know like yeah reality sits in so like i feel like that was like the real the you know the kernel of the truth here was communication yeah like he was really like honest with her did he was he dishonest with the girl his co-worker that he had a relationship with yes and we won't cover that up but apart from that he was very honest with what he wanted out of this relationship and Lori knew this Lori didn't go into this marriage or into this relationship going like i have a different idea of oscar like she's like oh this is oscar yeah jack huh sorry keep talking oh no um so it's it, i think this is a really good complex book that had really good well-rounded characters in it that you got a full sense of like who everyone was and kind of the place that they were in their lives and that kind of lends itself to their confidence level because sarah was very confident because she was very confident like her her career is going really well Lori was a little bit less and she kind of was in this realm of doubt and insecurity because of kind oh, of what her- so real because before we worked together, I had a shitty fucking job that I hated. And oh. I don't care if anybody that I used to work with hears that because uh, it was very obvious. But it, like, literally changed my personality. Um, I agree. I didn't realize it till I wasn't was here. So that's really real. That, like, she might not have noticed it and thought it wasn't affecting. But, like, it obviously was. No, dude. Oh, bad work environment. Guys. We could dedicate a whole episode to that. Literally. The way a work environment will completely change who you are, like, it's insane. Yeah. Like, I've I've had the same experience as you. Like, my, my previous employment, it was just, I was just so miserable. Like, I remember waking up. I remember, actually, the job prior to that one, I remember waking up in the mornings and crying in bed about yeah. how bad I didn't want to go in. Like, no, I was like, I don't, like, just like driving full boohoo like it's it's crazy how that will shape your well i guess anything will shape your your perspective but like a job you're there all the time so yeah um so yeah i i really liked it um mm-hmm. and it's such a short read too what is it not very long i read it on kindle so i would have to it was it's like a little less than 400 pages which sounds like a lot but guys it really was not 392 to be exact. It was such a fun read. And you get both perspectives of, of Jack and Lori, mm-hmm. um, which I really enjoyed. I usually oh, I do not like a back and forth book. Like, you know who put me off of that? Um, Miss Stephanie Meyer, when she gave me. <laughs> I fucking hate it. I mean, when I switched the page, I think it was Breaking Dawn. It wasn't Breaking Dawn, I believe. And it said Jacob. And I'm like, what do you mean? And it was from Jacob's perspective. I was not okay. Because I'm an Edward girly through and through. You know Uh, what kills me? The drama of Stephanie Meyer is I remember when I read New Moon, which is the second book, I think. And when you like, you know, when Bella gets into her, I mean, she was depressed. Um, but she gets into her depression and like there's like just like a single page of like the months that pass and there's like eight pages of it or something. The drama of that. I was like, blame decision, global warming on Stephanie Meyer. 
I was like, blame Stephanie Meyer. Like, I want them to feel this in every page turn. Yeah. Um, but it's a good read. Like, I really liked it. Maggie, how many bus stops would you give one day in December? Mm, I was, I think maybe three and a half out of five. And I'll say three and a half can count for this because there could be a bus stop that's out of service. But it's still there. I'm dead. I'm dead. Like the bus stop is there. The buses are driving by. They all say no service. You're not getting picked up. Oh my God. She's so funny. I think I'm going to give this, I'll give it a solid three out of, Uh out of five bus stops. Um, I'm very excited to see the adaptation. I think it's going to kill it on TV. Like, yeah, it'll be a good mini series. Oh my God. Yes. I think it's going to be so good on TV. I'm really excited. And the, I think who's playing Lori is, um, if you saw Bohemian Rhapsody, it's, um, I forget her name. But I really like the character. If she plays Lori, I really like her. She has blonde hair. I feel like Lori yeah. has blonde hair. But I'll tell you right now, guys, because it will literally kill me. I think, and it, it's on. Net, it's going to be adapted by Netflix or Prime. Lucy Boyton is. She's one of the producers on it, and I believe she's going to be playing the role of Lori who she is so pretty like oh my god like talk about like i don't know i'm beautiful beautiful that's the type of beautiful she is oh i don't know if i know what she looks like clearly off the top of my head but i i like can like see an image of her in my mind i just don't i'll show you right now a little bit blurred i didn't really like bohemian rhapsody oh you didn't I love Queen. I think, I don't know, I have opinions about, like, when you make, like, a biopic or biopic, whatever. Is it? I don't know what it is. Um, I think sometimes, I don't know. Like, let's just let people This is our girl, Lucy. in peace. Oh, yeah. She looks like somebody else, too. Yeah, I see her. Blonde. But she's gonna be so cute. Actually, she could kind of play Sarah, too, because she's so pretty. You know who I saw as Sarah? Um, I don't know if you ever saw the movie Angus Thongs and Perfect Snogging. Of course I've seen that movie. Do I have a heartbeat? That, that movie, guys? That soundtrack? Go and watch it. The way that movie made me feel. Oh, <laughs> I no. feel euphoric. Like, changed my life. I will <laughs> I will still watch that today and be like, best movie of all time. Um, Okay, but her friend yeah, in that, yeah. who's also in pole dark which i don't expect you to have watched but i've watched every episode of pole dark because that guy who plays pole dark so what hot. show is but, that oh my god let me enlighten you um it's this like i think it's based on a book and i think there actually might have been another show too <gasps> hold on i'm looking at this best friend eleanor tomlinson she's yeah, acted in a, that- in a ton of things i've seen her in other things she would be a perfect Sarah. Sarah. Exactly right. Oh my god, no, guys. That's exactly how I imagined her the whole time. No, this is Sarah, guys. Like, this is... Oh no, she's perfect for this. She... Oh, Pole Dark. It Was that a show? Mm-hmm. It's not Amazon Prime. I'm pretty sure. Still. Okay, I'm gonna have to... Oh my god, I have it's to like, kind of trash. But if you like a historic show, 
I recommend. And because the first season is literally just like a thirst trap because that actor is so fine. I don't know his name off the top of my head, but he is a fine. They got him working there. Oh my God. There's some really like, again, Aiden, Aiden Turner. Yeah. He's the same. Okay. Who, okay. Who would play Jack? Um, that was toughy. Like any, any old white guy. <laughs> Logan Learman. Oh, he's so cute. I always see this is so weird and niche to specifically him, but I always see people posting like videos or like edits of him on social media that they're all like as if you were sitting across the table with him. And I'm like, yes. who the videos are these? Like, and why I mean, are there so many of them? It's I'm like, so is he weird. producing these? Like, is he putting <laughs> these out to keep I'm the like, fanfare? What is going on? Um, and I've seen a lot in the last week, and I have a lot of questions about that. But yeah, he's really cute. Okay, no. And also, okay, so we have Sarah. Let's not go with Lucy because that's the one that they picked. Who I you think- have picked for Lori? Um, Felicity, I don't know her last name, but she's in um what is her hold on, let me look it up. Hold on. I only know about one Felicity and she was in the Stephen Hawking's movie. Yeah, her, her, her. Oh, she's cute. That's who I was seeing it as. Oh my god. No. Sam Claflin would be good as Jack too. Oh, Felicity Jones. That's who Felicity I was. Felicity Jones. Sam Claflin, I think, would be another good. Who would play? Or no, he actually would be a good Oscar. Yes, but you see, like that, like that, like very girly, like innocent. I, I don't know. I'm beautiful. Well, I think that wasn't it. A like a plot point too. That what's her face? Lori used to be a dancer. So usually, I would want to pick somebody that is just like very small and petite because I'm not small and petite. But they said she was, so that's her for me. But so I think we have our three: Felicity Jones, um, your girl. What's her I name? Elizabeth. Robinson. Yeah. Um, and then I th- I kind of like Logan Learman as Jack, but I'm off. I'm open to other suggestions. And I said Sam Claflin for Oscar. Yeah, I could see that. That'd be cute. But yeah. I definitely want to hear what other people think. I want to see what your. I'm not like I have an idea. Of, a fan casting but there's some fan casting i see out there that i'm like it's so good like how wh- what are you guys watching but then there's some fan casting that That's i'm like, like terrible what book did you read yeah or i'm like that person's like 12 and yeah it's supposed to be 30 something so i would like to know agreed no but i think i'm really excited to see that and and i trust reese i i trust what is it sunshine productions hello sunshine productions i trust in the queen um witherspoon yeah okay well i think that brings our episode to an end i really enjoyed reading this one maggie and i'm excited for the next book what is the next book on the docket what is the next book on the docket Um, we have a couple what do we want to go for we do have a couple um I think because the summer is coming to an end and because we have some fun stuff coming up in this fall fall that we have like a plan for, I kind of think we should read book love or not book lovers. Um, happy place. Let's do happy place next. I've, this is one that I'm actually really excited to read because I've heard a lot of mixed reviews. 
Me too. And I, I will admit I part of my tour of um, contemporary romance was a lot of um, Emily Henry's stuff. So I'm interested to really? see. This is the one I've heard the most like back and forth about. From her, especially too, which yeah, I was kind of, I, kind of surprised of. Yeah, me too. Um, but I think maybe we do that one since it's also end of summer, kind of what, running out of the beach read time. Yeah. And you know what? We'll, we'll always throw in a beach read when it gets cold because we need to at least imagine yeah. we're on a beach because DC gets cold. And surprisingly enough, it gets freezing tits here in Texas, which I did not know about. So we'll throw in a beach read here and there. But um, we'll continue on. And thank you so much, guys, for tuning in. And Maggie, um, I'll see you next time and then talk to you in between. I have so much to fill you in that is not appropriate for this podcast. <laughs> okay all right well everybody follow along if you want to read if you have any suggestions for something we should read let us know drop it in the comments and as we say like our our forefathers before us like and subscribe and follow us on our <laughs> social media media platforms and also check out our website we always try to keep it a little bit fun in there um and as we start to ramp up we're gonna you know drop more content on our website so we're really excited about that but thank you so much for tuning in yeah all right bye, bye.